0: Hello. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Mazzuto. I am your host here today, and we have such a fantastic guest lined up for you today. We're going to be talking all things career journeys and getting you some resources and support on your own journey, no matter where you're at. So I'm going to jump right in with introductions because I'm really excited to, to dive into the conversation. Joining me today is our influencer member, Briar Docherty. Briar is the founder and CEO of Career Organic, which is a professional development company that's focused on one to one coaching, candidate resume writing, and bios, and group coaching for professionals across multiple life stages. Over the last two decades, Breyer's been supporting a global clientele of professionals and entrepreneurs in navigating life and career transitions and identifying opportunities for advancement in their lives, careers, and businesses. She's a mom, a cancer survivor, a business owner, and a coach, and is active in sharing her expertise with news media outlets and podcasts, where she speaks about finding new perspectives to create career momentum and growth and gives actionable tools to help people navigate their unique complexities. After a decade of successfully growing her career in New York City, Briar ventured to metro Atlanta area, in her corporate career, she specialized in regional business growth and talent development, acquisitions, startup business strategy, and executive team building. Briar, welcome to Unlimited Horizons. I you're you are a busy, busy woman, and I'm so excited we have this time to chat today. Um, before we dive into some of my questions and, and our conversation, can you, can you share a little of your journey and how you got to the point where you founded career organic? What was the, what was the, the push for that? Um, and, and kind of a little of your background and story there. Sure. Thanks Megan for having me. Um, well,
1: my, my big pivot, first from from high school to college was I grew up in a really rural town. Um, We had tractor day at high school. And then I moved to Manhattan. So uh, I went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, and I was living um, literally on 27th and 7th Ave. And I'm like this fresh new face in this amazing city and super naive. Um, And so I just I, I loved school and I loved working and I had worked uh, at my dad's chiropractic office when I was a kid and I actually quit my senior year to work at a pizzeria so I could make more money so I was like all these always really just going after something um, never knowing exactly what it was that I was going after and I started to work and go full time to college and ended up getting a job at Crunch Fitness. And loving just working with people and getting into management. And so I was recognized really early on um, by an amazing manager who started to promote me and give me more accountability and just more things to do around the gym and, and help out with things. And I just really propelled forward quickly. And so before I was 21, I actually became the youngest general manager for Crunch Fitness. And and that's out of like all of them. But I ran a flagship location in Manhattan. There was only ten at the time, and so, you know, I had I had a location where I was building a team. I had a staff of fifty five. Um, the location had been um, under a fire before my management. Um, just let's note that um, that it didn't happen on my watch. And, and so we, we went through this whole renovation. I was motivating teams. I was motivating members. And so it was this really interesting first go at management and, and leadership in the midst of like kind of crisis because um, no one liked that this was going on, whether it was my staff who had to work around the clock just making things happen, but also for our clients who just couldn't stand that you know, they didn't have access to maybe a locker room for a week or something like that. And so um, it really gave me that taste of, wow, this is what leadership is. This is what management is. And I loved all of it. And so I continued to progress in management roles. And I ended up working with the salon and spot Saks Fifth Avenue, and progressing into a regional director role. And so I managed the relationship for my company with the Saks Fifth Avenue executives like flagship, you know, across from Rockefeller Center. This is still in my young 20s. And so I finally burnt out, I'd say mid 20 ish. um, I had been just go, go, go. Just fell out of love with the companies that I was working with and the management and really that like toxic work environment and being told what to do when it wasn't right, it wasn't filled with integrity. And so I made a shift. I moved from New York City to the Atlanta market not knowing anyone. I got hired um, and flown down. So, So I did interviews where I was flown down a couple of times and then just relaunched. And so when I get to Career Organic in my career, it was right after having my son And not wanting to go back into corporate America and spend that time and be mom. But I am that person that like constantly needs to be doing something. Um, The busier I am, the happier I am. And so I realized after, say, month three, that I had to have my hands back in something. And so... I started kind of re-upping some of those client conversations I had on the side. I was doing resume writing. I was doing interview prep coaching with people. And it just grew and grew and grew. And, and so like Career Organic, you know, the, the name of my company really hits home for me because it was organic growth for me and the company, but also, we were a mirror for these clients. And so they were experiencing organic growth. Mm-hmm. And so like the, the thread that I found was all of this, you know, growth I had as a young professional, my biggest like love was growing my teams.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: was looking at their, their talents and maneuvering them and, and making sure that they were fulfilled because they were productive, they were happy, our clients were happy. And so I learned that really early on. And so when I launched Career Organic, that was a big focus was what kind of talent am I going to have on my team? And then how do we propel others with that?
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that journey. We have so many co- things in common. I also was in New York City in okay. the 20s and also took time after after my first child was born, I stepped away from corporate America for a little yeah. while. Um I found my way back to corporate America many years later, but right. I love the organic nature of growth and the idea that we're not forcing things, we're we're yes. kind of evolving as we go. And I know that the, one of the things that you and I talked about and, and some of the information that that you submitted ahead of time, the idea that, that at any point in time, you can make a decision to change your career, right? It's yes. not that it's, it's like in your case, this wasn't working anymore. I was burnt out and I needed some, a change. Um, and I think so often we, we think of a career path as this like linear line, right? Yes. And, and I laugh when I draw a picture like when I draw my career like my entire career journey it's like this squiggly up and down that's back right. and forth like it's all over the place and that's it happened organically with my life <laughs> that's right. um and and so I think this idea that that changing industries changing job roles like I also I pivoted from accounting into marketing so there's okay. there's a lot that's happened um but it's how how do people get out of that mindset of of I'm stuck in this role or I'm stuck in this industry like how how can people kind of nurture that idea of it's never too late to make a change and you can sure. decide today you just what's the path they follow yeah well first i would say this is
1: that you know a lot of people are listening to antiquated advice okay and so you know grandma is coming to the table and saying you know sweetheart that's what you went to college for and that's what you need to stay in You didn't pay all that money for that degree to to make a change. And so I look at my grandparents and I mean, my, my grandfather worked for Bell South, you know, back when it was Bell South. Um, And it was like, that was the trajectory is you picked your, your job and you stayed with it and you retired at the same company. And so there, there's a reason why we Hold on to this like linear trajectory thought in our heads. And it's because our recent ancestors had to do that out of necessity and out of what the market was. And this is when women weren't really working. Maybe they were nurses, they were teachers, but there were not a lot of jobs for women in the market during that time. And so you see the evolution of, well, now we have daycares, now we have, um, availability for flex work environments. And, and so all of these things have brought about the change. So just understanding that first, I think helps you not just sit in a box thinking, right? well, it's wrong, right? But then when you're considering your, your job, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of looking at your strengths differently. So a lot of people will take Strength Finder, they'll take their Myers-Briggs, they take DISC assessments and, um, and they're like, this is my strength. And so this is the trajectory that I have to follow. So that is a lie, um, I, I have to say. So so how I look at strengths is that there's four quadrants of strengths, right? Or, or two quadrants of, of, of there, there's four different pieces. Two are strengths, two are weaknesses. And so it's strengths that you're fulfilled with, strengths that you're not. Weaknesses that you're fulfilled with, And weaknesses that you're not. So if we pay attention to the fulfillment end, right, we can make better informed decisions. So do you have a strength in public speaking, but you hate it? Mm. Well, guess what, we should not be going after jobs, where that's the primary skill set you're going to be using. It's still going to be there, though. So if you take a job where you're feeling more fulfilled, it doesn't mean you can't do public speaking. It's a strength. You have it. It's in your repertoire. You can pull it up when needed, but that's not where you're going to go after your development, right? So like people want to set goals for themselves, learn new skills, focusing on that piece of the pie where it's, that's my fulfillment and your weaknesses that fulfill you should be what you're going after on milestones for learning. And mm-hmm. most people don't look at it that way. They right. look at strengths and, and I've been in this bucket where I am a natural athlete. Um, I just happened to be able to like pick up just about any ball and I could make something happen with it. And I was fast. I was agile. I'm tall. Um, and so people just wanted to push me into every sport and I learned really quickly, like not all of those sports fulfill me. Um, I was super great at softball, but couldn't stand the team dynamic of softball. I loved basketball because it was much, much more go, 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 right? Because I like being busy all the time. Um, And so I realized if I utilize my strength in the areas that don't fulfill me, I'm going to lose my energy. I'm going to lose my stamina. And I'm not gonna be able to fulfill the things I actually want as milestones in my life. And so if we're thinking about our career from that perspective, and we think about what is fulfilling us and those are our strengths and what aligns to that, then we can look at any job and look at, okay, this is what they're, they're asking for. These are the 10 parameters of the job that they're looking for. And I love six of those. Well, then that's something worth going after. But when you're looking at a job and you love two out of the 10, but you're good at all of them, right? You talk about finance to marketing and it's like, you were probably really good with numbers, really good with managing things um, and systematic. You're very analytical, but the fulfillment, the creativity that's lacking zero, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. I, I started in accounting because I was good at numbers and I, I was pushed towards that by many other people and I was good at it, but the the fulfillment was not there. And what's interesting in the roles I'm in now, I actually still do a lot with data and numbers. I mm-hmm. just do it in a creative let's, how do we market this and promote right. it versus going and tying out the books. <laughs>
1: right. Well, and see, and that's that was that's exactly what I mean by that strength. It comes with you. Right. You don't lose it, right? Yep. It's ancillary though. It's not the it's not the main player in your day to day, but you can pull from it any time you need it. Mm-hmm. So instead of driving toward the numbers, you're leveraging that skill set when needed. And that makes a total shift in how you approach your career.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because that's one of those things that has helped me stand out from a career perspective that I can go in and have really meaningful conversations with the CFO and then go translate that to the business units. and, And then I can take things that are working or not working in the business and go back and translate it to my CFO. And it's amazing that ability, like I think everyone should be able to read a financial statement, right? But some people just... It's a, it's a block they can't do it, but being able to articulate in the different departments to the different people has has served me. Makes a... you
1: valuable.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> it does. It does. Yes. Took me a but long see, time to figure mean, that out. Did. I did. You leaned in. Yeah. You, you yeah.
1: didn't run away from that, or or continue to pursue something where you feel like you're hitting your head against the wall. Right. Right. Yeah. And that so, that leads to smiles, you know,
0: yeah. not not tears. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So I want to, I love, I love what you're saying here. I think it makes so much sense. And I know I talk to people all the time that are like, am I happy here? Do I really enjoy this? I don't know if I can change, but one of the things that you say is you're not in this journey alone, right? And, and I think so often it's, I have this idea, maybe I want to change my job, but I feel, who do I talk to about it? right? And I, I very much believe in the power of community and surrounding yourself with people not just family and friends, but career support and all of that. So can you talk a little bit about how you support people with these decisions and, and yes. kind of your role in that? Cause I think. Absolutely. That's- well, I
1: have a funny story about this. So in 2017, we're in 2023 right now, 2017, um, I was working with a lot of clients and, and that kept coming up. There were two, two things. One was, I just can't afford to do one-on-one. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, Mm-hmm. I'd love to work with you, or I'd love to work with your team. And I just can't afford that one on one price, right? Because working one on one is a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, And then two, is we're getting all this great traction during coaching, or we're writing a resume, we're working one on one with that client. And then what? Like, what happens? You know, they're, they're off in the world. And now they're in the job search all, all by themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, well, is this a scam that I'm reading? Is this a real job? Uh, What do I write back for this negotiation? Um, How do I reach out to this recruiter? They messaged me this. And I'm seeing all this interaction and my heart was breaking. I said, how in the world can we be there with them during that process, especially then, so fast forward to COVID, right? And now I'm like, oh, my goodness, how do we talk more and how do we communicate and and how do we not feel isolated? Right. Right. All of these job seekers and even people that aren't actually job seeking, even those professionals that are like, I really like my job, but I want to make sure I'm competitive in the market. I'm having really impactful conversations at work or even my leaders who are like, I don't know if I'm a good manager you know, I don't know if I can lead this team, right? All these doubts and nuances in the market, they keep changing and evolving at like light speed. And so I decided in 2017, I was going to figure out how to solve this problem of not being there during the job search or during these progressions and transitions in people's career. And so we actually launched our program, we actually launched in COVID and then decided that was probably not a great idea. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, it was like, everybody's just holding on to their paychecks to make sure like they get the first roll of toilet paper that makes it back onto the shelf. So okay, we we kind of pause. And so we actually relaunched our community this year and it's called the Job Seeker Membership. And we actually run our communication hub through Slack which is super cool. Cause like there's, there's daily interaction. I have a team of coaches. I'm in there. I have a community manager. And what's happened is that one, we get to have people in here that are actively job seeking. Mm-hmm. We have people that are in growth mode, right? So growth and development. So we have them in there as well. And then we have our outplacement program. And so these are people that have just been laid off from their company And their company is paying us to be that service to help them get to that next level. And what happens is that you have this just amazing support system. So each other, like everybody's like, great job on that interview. And you can talk about, you know, oh, that recruiter gave me this feedback. And they're like pasting that in the Slack channel. And then we're doing live workshops on a weekly basis. We do live Q&A. And so it's... I think evolved what would be a typical course mm-hmm. in the market. Right. Cause like everyone was like, Oh, I want to do a course. Amazing. And it's like, yeah, but you do the course. And then what, then what who's there with you? Who's right. answering your questions? What's the, the accountability, the support celebrating the- with you when you, right. you know, overcome something right. so and, right. and even just gotten a call for the first time from a recruiter. And so we're a part of that entire
0: journey now. I love that. I love that. What a what a great way to support people through this process because it's not easy, right? It's not no. it's it's there's a lot of steps and there's a lot of information. And I love that it's like, yes, you can do a course, go do the course, go learn, but that continue to support along the way of it's, it's that application. Time. And mm-hmm. that that's the big question. Cause like even yeah.
1: when we work one on one with resume clients, because we'll do resume cover letter LinkedIn. And then they're like, okay, I did my LinkedIn and how does it look? And we're like, it looks amazing or, you know, fix this or, you know, tweak mm-hmm. your photo. But yeah. then they're like, okay, now what?
0: Yeah. Now right? how do I, and, and so, yeah.
1: So this has been such an amazing program to, you know, one, I, I made it affordable. So like, this is affordable for um, just someone walking off the street wanting this support. And then it's yeah. affordable for companies who want to pay pay, for their employees their have access to this. And so yeah. and that was my big thing is I don't want anybody ever wanting to work with us or wanting support and not being able to afford it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I've, I've finally found that solution, but the, the outcome of it and watching people's interactions and that they get to champion each
0: other. Such a good feeling, isn't it? I see that yeah. happen inside it's the like IAW community territory every day. <laughs> yep, yep. Like I, um, this I is how I get up. It's- I have these these moments where I see it happen in inside the IAW community, or like I'll see IAW members collaborate, and I'll see LinkedIn posts that talk about the collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. It's so fun. I- and that's what it's
1: supposed to be. It's yeah. like, you know, if you if you go back to like years and years and years and years ago, or like tribe mentality or villages where, you know, everybody was working together or, you know, someone was sick and, you know, two families got together to cook dinner and bake the loaf of bread and, you know, go to the ovens and pick the grapes off the, the tree, <laughs> you know, like, like, literally, if you think yeah. back to that. We As humans, we thrive in community and helping each other and lifting each other up and, and bearing the burden for each other when needed. Yeah. And, and we've lost that in, in a virtual setting. And so that, that was, again, that's like a huge piece of like, how do I fix this? Mm-hmm. but make it accessible for people. And like Slack, I, I have to give it to them. Their platform has really helped us create this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also like, I have amazing talent. Like my team cares. They yep. want, like they're committed yes. to seeing people thrive and answering right. questions and getting the right answers and not just pacifying people. Like we're there to, to share the answer that they need to hear, not always
0: what, not they just want. what they want. Yeah, I love right. that. So I know we're gonna be running short on time. So there's two things I want to make sure we sure. talk about. First of all, where people can find you. Cause I I always like to point out in our show notes, we have all the links to, to website, social media, et cetera. Do you have a favorite platform that that you like people to reach out on?
1: Personally, I love LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, I love connecting with people there. I love hearing stories. Um, so if anybody wanted to, and I think I'm actually the only Briar Doherty Spelt doherty on LinkedIn. Oh, so it's easy. So, so like my name, I'm like, thank you, mom and dad. Like, I don't know that I felt like that when I was little, but, um, totally love my name now, but yes, I think I am. the, I think I'm still the only Briar Dougherty on LinkedIn, but I do check my inbox daily. Um, other than weekends, cause that's my kiddo and, and family time. Um, yeah. but literally during the week, I'd love to hear from you. Um, And then also our website. And so like, if there's specific questions, or you want a resume review, or just to understand what next steps are, we actually have a live chat, where our team can interact, um, if getting on the phone isn't available to you, because some people are working and chatting, you know, that's fine. Um, But that would be careerorganic.com, And so we do have communication methods there as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing. I always love to point that out because I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and then I get to the end. I'm like, wait, how do I connect with this yes. person? I have questions. Yes. Um, so as we wrap up, I want to quickly, I know we're running short on time, but you've had no small, small list of obstacles to overcome throughout your life. Right. And so we've got We've got cancer. You were young in the workplace. You are a working mom. You have kids. You homeschool your kids. Yeah. Uh, you started a company. You dealt with COVID. Um I'd love to know if you have any special resources or things that have helped you continue build momentum and, and continue like not letting it get you down, but but overcoming from the challenge. Yeah. Well, I, I think that um, my biggest asset is my
1: my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and being able to effectively reframe
0: everything
1: that's happened to me to be a moment of serving me it's i see the the really fun things that have happened in my life as blessings mm-hmm. that have created the person who now sits here helping others. Um, and that is like, I help people overcome or eat naturally for cancer. Like I've had a lot of people come to me, like, how did you do those healings? Um, I've had I was a, I'm a home birther. Uh, so like, you know, um, so like no medicine and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so those, those interactions, those pieces of, of my history, um, I get to see them serve others. And so I think our biggest asset is allowing us time and grace to grieve when we have trauma when we have things that don't go to our blueprint or our strategy or what we've thought was implemented and didn't work and allow ourselves that time to just decompress from it and say it is okay but after that saying, how do I look at this differently as a moment of success for my future self? And that has sincerely been my most powerful attribute that's allowed me to go through, because I've had two bouts of cancer. I've had, I lost my vocal cords, um, like they were paralyzed during my surgery. So I couldn't talk for months. I did healings like, and I've constantly looked at all of those moments um one i've grieved all of those moments so mm-hmm. like i have absolutely leaned in had my tears all of it the whole emotion and and loved that i let myself do that there's zero regret on anything that's ever happened and now i get to look at it right after it happens and say what was the lesson here i needed to learn and how can i teach that to others that that
0: powerful Powerful, like I I think you often hear people say it's all in your head, right? It's all in your head. I love the perspective of grieve it, right? We have to lean into the things that suck and the the things that are hard and yes. the things that happen. But then really figure out the lesson and and use that to propel you going forward, right? That's if- right. And and don't get stuck in the
1: positivity of it, right? Because right. a lot of people want to lean into you when you are in grief mode, saying, like, just get over it. It's okay. And it's like, yes, it will be okay. Okay, But but right now, this is my moment to allow all of those negative emotions to leave my body. Mm -hmm. I'm not trapping them in and trying to tell myself a lie that they're gone. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference. And so, so like making sure you do lean in and you give yourself that time and that it doesn't matter what anybody else is telling you, you are your unique self. And you will process it on your time in your way. And that's absolutely okay.
0: Wow. Yeah. Such a great way to wrap this up. I know we were talking careers and all things careers, but I think that that what you just shared is so valuable for anybody, no matter where they're at, right? It's never too late to make a change, but also- that's right. Let's make sure we're really, we're, we're really grieving the things that are bad and, and figuring out the way through them. So Briar, thank you so much for joining me today. I love this conversation Um, to our listeners. Thank you. As always, we'd love a review. If you enjoyed this, please let us know uh, what you enjoyed, what your takeaways are, and we will see you back here again next week with another episode. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.